is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Headset today. There we go. That's better. Um, all right. We had some guests um, that we had booked a few days ago to talk about different things, uh, but it's still going to be appropriate uh, to talk uh, about what's happened in the college football world. My friend Andy Burcham, who is the play-by-play voice of the Auburn Tigers, is our first guest today. Uh, Andy was going to talk about uh, Auburn baseball. At first, of all, we'll start with that. Andy, my friend, how are you? Steve, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm sure, like you, uh, trying to adjust to everything that's happened here. But let's start with the original premise. Um, great run by Auburn baseball, making it to the College World Series. So now, what's in the future? What's the portal looking like? Who do they lose? What's in the future now for Auburn? Yeah, well, they, they probably lose Sonny Deshare, the SEC yeah. Co-Player of the Year. I, I've, I've got to think that, that he goes high enough in the draft that it's, it makes it worth his while that, that he moves on. So you're looking at at least one corner infielder in in Sonny Deshera. You you could lose you and, or may not. We don't know at this point. But you're you're starting shortstop Brody Moore, starting center fielder Case and Howell, who are part of the 2019 World Series teams. Uh, they could come back for another year if they choose. We don't know. At this point, uh, you're probably going to lose. I would think you have a chance of losing lefty Carson Skipper, who was the setup guy out of the bullpen, and certainly Auburn's closer, Blake Burkhalter, who led the league in, a, in, in saves at this point. So those are the guys that I think are most likely moving on. Could be losing one of the weekend guys in Trace Bright uh, at this point. I guess we'll just have to wait yeah. and, and see. It, it's supposed to be a very good recruiting class coming in there already on campus. and uh, But, as we both know, the draft is until next month. Right. So you never know if you're going to have a guy for a couple months that gets drafted and, and he moves on at this point. So uh, a lot of question marks for Auburn. I think there will be some, some players transferring in, though. I think Auburn will, will be able to take advantage of the transfer portal as it did this past year. Uh, and we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see at this point. Uh, did you think, Andy, starting the year, this team was capable of Omaha? 
I don't know if I thought this team was capable of Omaha. I didn't think it was the last place team in the SEC West. And that's where they were picked going into the season. And I think primarily because the team struggled so in 2021. Yeah. And the reason it, it struggled in 21 is the the starting rotation that they had set going into the, the start of the 2021 season never pitched on a weekend rotation together. There were that many injuries in 2021. And I think that that had something to do with it. I don't think, Steve, I had an idea that this could be a special team until Auburn Auburn opened the the SEC schedule at home and lost two or three to the eventual national champion in Ole Miss, who at the time was number one in the country. But then Auburn went on the road and won back-to-back road series at Texas A&M and at LSU. And those are both big ballparks, great fan bases. And for Auburn to win those two those two road series, I started to dream a little bit about this team <laughs> at that point. Uh, well said. Uh, what kind of a guy – I've interviewed Butch Thompson before, but, you know, three, four, five-minute snippets. What kind of a guy is he? What kind of a coach is he? I think he is an outstanding coach. And and at Auburn, you and in the state of Alabama, you have some inherent – uh, problems as far as recruiting because you cannot offer out-of-state or in-state tuition. It's a legislative rule in the state of Alabama. Wow. So they do not have that. There is no Hope Scholarship um, in, in the state of Alabama. There's not a lottery, so there's not that those education dollars that you can put into scholarships and that type of thing. So you're, you're you know, in, in the SEC, you're you're going up against some states, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, that where you're working against that at this point. So, and and it's been that way for for every Auburn Auburn coach. But he inherited a program that was in a bit of disarray after after Sonny Galloway was fired. Came into Auburn as the coach after after fall practice, as a matter of fact, and has built this program into a team that has gone to Omaha twice and could have easily gone two more times in his seven years as Auburn's head coach. And it's just what he has done with this program is, I think, remarkable. And um, he is every bit as good a person as he is a coach at Auburn University. Yeah, that's the vibe I got talking to him, Andy, no question. Our guest today, Andy Burcham, play-by-play voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy, I gotta ask you about you know the bombshell <laughs> from yesterday. You and I have seen a lot of SEC stuff, my friend. This this intrigues me. Could could the SEC form a super conference and say, you know, Vanderbilt, <clears throat> you know, Missouri, <clears throat> you really haven't. I mean, could they even envision doing something like that? to add more strength to the league? Well, as we've seen in the last couple of years, I don't think you can rule out anything right? at this point. I mean, listen, I mean, were you thinking that Texas and Oklahoma were going to join the SEC <laughs> until that announcement came out right. at SEC media days last year? Yeah. I mean, folks talk like they, they had an inkling that the USC-UCLA announcement was coming. There's a lot of folks out there that were shocked by it. Me included. Me too. When that, and 
I let, let me put it this way, Steve. I will be surprised if the SEC tells teams that they need to move on from. I just I, that that doesn't that hasn't happened. I'm not going to say it can't or won't happen. I'll be surprised by that. But I've been surprised by a lot of things that have happened. I I will I will be surprised if there isn't more movement. Yes, not just by the Big Ten or the Pac-12, or the ACC, or the SEC, or the Big 12. I, I, I think there are more moves coming um, at this point. Now, how quickly that happens, I don't know. But my guess is the Pac-12's got to do something pretty quick Ooh, no, after no losing question. two of its absolute staples in UCLA and USC. We have been on a road trip or two, and we know Uh-oh. you have been, you know, gotten back home at 2, 3, 4 in the morning, you know, from road trips, how in the world yeah. are you going to go from L.A. to Rutgers and preach about, you know, athletes and, and what they do and going to class? How is that going to work? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that at this point. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but it's how about how about you USC to Maryland? Right. I mean, that that's another coast-to-coast trip. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to be inventive in how they the schedule. You know, remember the old days where you'd you would have travel partners, right? In in sport, I that that could be coming back. I think so too. It's funny you said you that. You know, um, but I I don't know. I mean, I know right now that that the SEC is trying to figure out how to schedule when Texas and Oklahoma come into the league, and not just football, by the way, right. I mean, there there are committees for every sport out there. You know, how do we schedule volleyball? How do you play two matches in a week? Uh, you know how good volleyball is at Florida. I mean, how how do you you know at this point how do you schedule trips to? Is it is it a dual trip always to Texas and Oklahoma? Do you have a travel partner, so to speak? Yeah. I, I I don't know, but I don't think we're I don't think that the movement in the leagues across this country, the power fives are, are done. And it, it, will it still be power five by the time that this is done? <laughs> yeah, legitimate question. Final thing, uh, kind of a tumultuous offseason for Auburn football. As that gets closer, Andy, what do you see? You know, what's going to be some keys for Auburn to be successful? Well, Auburn's got to shore up its offensive line. And, and Auburn, I think, is in better shape for that this year than it was a year ago just by the guys that are coming back like a Nick Brahms at, at center. I think Auburn's in better shape there. Auburn's got to shore up its depth on the defensive line. I like the guys that they have up front. They have to they, they have to settle on a quarterback Yeah. right now. T.J. Finley was the guy that ended last year uh, when Bo Nix was injured. Of course, Bo was transferred to Oregon. Zach Calzada could not compete fully in spring practice, the transfer from Texas A&M. Everything's a go for him. He has a great arm. I think he will compete. And and I think that Brian Harson will probably have to name a quarterback pretty early in 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 fall ball coming up in August. So, uh, And then, then Auburn needs to be healthy at the tailback spot. Um, and, and Tank Bigsby needs to have a full year a tailback for Auburn. I think there's one spot that is the biggest question mark for Auburn offensively, and that's wide receiver at this point. Who is Who are the, going to be the go-to guys 
in a wide receiving core that lost a lot from a year ago. So those are some very big shoes to fill for an Auburn team. It has been a tumultuous year for Auburn. And um, I think, I think Brian Harson's looking forward to getting into fall ball and getting into that routine and, and getting on the field. Auburn opens up with five straight games at home. Wow. I think it has to make hay in those five straight home games because then it goes on the road back-to-back games at Georgia and Ole Miss. It still has to play at, at Mississippi State, and it ends the year at Alabama this year. So this is a very – after those five home games, not that those five home games won't be tough, but those road games are brutal for Auburn this season. No question. Uh, appreciate your time as always, Andy. Thank you. Uh, enjoy what's left of the off season, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's rapidly it's rapidly going away. But I always appreciate your yes, time. Thank you, man. Thank you, Steve. You I got it, Andy. Your time. Thank yep, you, Andy Burcham. He is he is one of the nice guys in this profession. He started out. I met him. We were both doing women's basketball broadcast, and now he's the play-by-play voice of the Tigers. Good guy. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines up for you and the emails too. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WYUF. Good afternoon. I'm Perry Yalcutt. The Tampa Bay Rays look to bounce back against the Toronto Blue Jays after losing the series opener 4 to 1. Corey Kluber will take the mound for the Rays as he looks to even the series. Coverage for the game can be found right here at 2.30. A flurry of deals occurred in the first day of NBA free agency, including former Florida Gator Bradley Beal re-signing with the Washington Wizards. The two-time reigning MVP Nikola Jokic signed the largest contract in NBA history as he re-signed with the Denver Nuggets for a five-year, $270 million Supermax extension. Superstar Kevin Durant made some noise as he requested a trade from the Nets after just three seasons. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Perry Yalta. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, if you watch a lot of car dealership advertisements now, they're telling you, oh, come to us because we have a great selection of used vehicles. We have a great selection that you can choose from. Well, that's great. But there's one place that's been doing that for 40-plus years. That place Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. They've never had new vehicles. No, they, they, don't, they don't put used vehicles on the lot and new vehicles, too. They specialize in one thing, giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. It is just that simple. Go around town. Look at the car in front of you, alongside of you. There's a really good chance it's going to have a Southeast Car Agency tag because they've sold a ton of vehicles throughout the years, including one to me uh, that I'm driving right now. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. All the information is there. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue. You can check out the vehicles, test drive them, and eyeball them for yourself. But most importantly, when you go see them, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. 
Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet. Along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco. Cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums. And around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. I'm Listening reminds you that you are not alone and that talk saves lives. And now it's even easier to reach out and talk to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline with 988. 988 is just like 911 for emergency services. When you call or text 988 from any phone, you will be connected directly with trained counselors in over 200 crisis centers nationwide. They can get you the help you need anytime, anywhere. Talk saves lives. And with 988, talking is only three digits away. Find out more at imlistening.org. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF Radio App. Later in the show today, my friend Shane Matthews with his Pot Up podcast will join us to talk about all this craziness going on and hopefully get a football player, Richie Leonard, it will join us too. Uh, in the meantime, we'll open up phone lines for you for a little bit, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Glenn and Ocala says, looks like Notre Dame's the last big name out there. If the ACC can't get them in to join football, they're done. Let's not forget that for decades they were perceived as a Big Ten team due to scheduling. Now add maybe their biggest rival in USC and the Big Ten may have the edge. If the writing's on the wall, could we see Clemson and North Carolina jump to the SEC? Well, yes. Wouldn't it make more sense for FSU and Miami to do that? I mean, if if you're going to go down that street, that would certainly make more sense but here's the thing, and I, and I kind of mentioned this when I had Andy on here. I'm old enough to remember when there was a Pac-8, when there was a Big 8. I remember that, okay? And that was there for a long time. And then when it became the Pac-10, oh, oh, my, the Pac-10. And then the Pac-12, oh, my, Right? Well, now it could be the SEC 48. There could be as many teams as there are states in the league. That's where this is heading. There is no doubt in my mind we are heading to super conferences, and I've said that for a long time. Now, did I think it would happen this fast? No. And once again, if you're going to talk about 
the student athlete, right? And I think everybody equates this to football. It's not just football, right? What's going to happen when USC volleyball has to go play Rutgers in Piscataway, right? I mean, that's going to hurt you. Has anybody, if you've ever flown cross country, you know how tiring that is. And hopefully, you only have to do it, in this case, once. But now you are still having to fly to further away places. Well, that's going to make you more tired. That's going to fatigue you. How is that going to affect your performance? But again, the dollar, I get it. I get it. Okay? So, look, this is not unexpected. I mean, unexpected in terms of the two teams, yes. But this was the calm before the storm. You, you, there's been talk of more expansion. Texas and Oklahoma opened up that door. My crystal ball tells me the Pac-12 will be no more. It will go away. Oregon, I think, will leave. Washington, I think, will leave. And, and then because of this shuffling now, what other team is going to go to the Pac-12? Boise State? Fresno State? I mean, who are you going to get? So that's part of the issue here, too. But And then some have, the reason I asked Andy, some have speculated that the SEC, to get stronger, would say to a school like Missouri or Vanderbilt, see ya. But we'll see. All right, Byron's up. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. Steve, uh, yeah, like I told you, uh, yeah, Alex, man, I'm just go all over everywhere. So, you know, at, at the end, just, you know, just say Byron talks a lot. Here we go, Steve. Kevin Durant, Steve. You know, we got on LeBron, but – I think this guy is the classic example of somebody trying to chase championship. And, and I'm not a New York fan or nothing, but, man, right now when Brooklyn is struggling, and, and I, I do agree Kyrie Irving deserves a lot of credit, but you were there, and, and you and him alone wrecked that franchise the way y'all did it. That was one of the most obscene things. You know, people could do these big three things, Steve. See, they don't always work, and they've been doing them back with, with – uh, Dr. J and those things, so that's why I never worry about them. But uh, I just want to say, man, it, don't don't even try to come to Florida. We <laughs> and, 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 and go to state one one without you, brother. And, and next, Steve, on the NIL, when we got into all this stuff with the super conferences and the money and sports, the people who called, and I'm not saying you're wrong by complaining, but this is what you got. Now you got the super conferences. Why I said uh, earlier, we might never win again because just winning the SEC and the Sugar Bowl was a tough thing. But, uh, you know, now it's getting into the big money, as you say, and uh, the Big Ten going, man, that, that's going to be a heck of a conference too. So, you know, I, I'm enjoying it as a fan, and everybody wants to see everybody play everybody. So this is what you got. So now nah, I don't complain. And last, Steve, I got to get a WNBA thing, and I'm going to get off the air. Brittany Griner, man, you know, just shout out to the, the WNBA, and, and I don't know what's going on with her, but 
I hope they get this resolved and she come home. And I'm going to leave it at that. And go Gators. Happy Friday, Steve. All right. Thank you. Uh, James is up next. Hi, James. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Hello. Yeah, so, hello, are you there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, you know, I think you're overplaying the travel issue a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, if you get on a plane, you get on a plane. I mean, and I know you're going over time zones, but a two-hour flight versus a four- or five-hour flight, these are young kids. It's not that big of a difference, I don't think. Um, I, I disagree. I've been on those. And, well, and I'm I telling know, but, you, but, it does but, take but, a toll. You and I are older. No, 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 no. It takes a toll on them, too. Because uh, when do you study? When do you sleep? When do you... I mean, that does... I'm not saying yeah. one cross-country flight is going to screw you up. It's not. Okay? I am saying, depending on where you're going and how the league shakes out, and, you know, travel partners, how does that work? I think it has some effect. Yeah. So, do you, do you know what college sport misses the most in time class? Uh, in t- oh, I'm like for being away. Yeah. Uh, pro- I don't. I'm I'm just on top of my head. Uh, you know, baseball is a weekend, and so mm-hmm. you know usually they leave on a Thursday, so they would they would miss you know mid afternoon Thursday and all day Friday. Same with softball. Uh, what about foot, golf? Uh, golf, I think, competes on weekends, too. So I think it's pretty much the same. Now, volleyball, you know, if they have to, if they have to travel, sometimes they'll play midweek. But I think it's pretty much the same. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference. It may be the different like days. To, yeah, I'd like to know. I, I think it's golf because you've got a practice round involved. You usually have... You know, those, those big meets usually are a couple days. And don't they play spring and fall? Isn't there a, a short? Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, I, 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 I you know, I, I think golf probably travels the most. And they, they, they deal with this stuff right now. So, anyway, that, that's my point. I think, I think they can get used to that. Um, but, you know, if, hey, if USC and UCLA come to the Big Ten, I guess Nebraska will finally get to play in the Rose Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah. If there is a Rose Bowl. Well, in the stadium. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. Yes, yes, yeah. It's a joke. I got you. All right, Steve. Okay, yep, thank you a lot. Thank you, James. Uh, I see his point. Um, By the way, just for whatever this is worth, I just looked looked at the men's golf schedule, okay? They played in September the Fighting Illini Invitational. Well, it was a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So... I'm sure they went out there on a Thursday, so you're going to miss Thursday, Friday. Uh, they played in the Colonial Collegiate Invitational on a Monday and Tuesday. So they missed class Monday, Tuesday. Um, you know, so again, um, I don't know. That, that, that is a good question of who misses the most time uh, over the course of a season class time. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. One of our grads, Sierra Clark, works in sports television up in Arkansas. We'll talk to her about Arkansas baseball and football next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you suffer joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell with great news. There's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. New ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. <laughs> It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Some things sound so good, you can almost taste it. Like Bluebell Strawberry Lemonade Ice Cream. Delicious strawberry ice cream swirled with lemonade sherbet and sprinkled with lemon-flavored flakes. It's better than you can imagine. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell Ice Cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies turning partly to mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures warming near 90, feeling a little warmer than that thanks to elevated humidity levels. By the evening, numerous thunderstorms developing, especially across interior north-central Florida, anywhere from I-75 east to the St. Johns River. Locally, heavy rain rates will be possible at times, and that could lead to localized flash flooding. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I don't think the outside world gave Kevin enough credit. I think if you came within our organization, Kevin was given all the credit. Can we stop with the Kevin Durant obsession? I appreciate him, though, giving Kevin Durant his due. His flowers? Giving him his flowers, his yes. Flowers. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. 
for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ballgame is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I think if you listen to the show, you know I try as best I can to bring back our grads who are now working in the business elsewhere to talk about things that are going on in the sports world. Sierra Clark, one of those. Sierra left us, of course, became the weekend sports anchor here at TV20. Now she's at KTHV-TV in Little Rock, and she's going to talk to us about Arkansas baseball, a little bit about Arkansas football. Sierra, good to talk to you. How are you? Good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you doing this, girl. Um, Look, Arkansas made a really, really nice run was that expect? I mean, look, Dave Van Horn's done such a good job there. You know, the expectation level like it is here is really high. But <clears throat> did you think Arkansas would get as far as it did? Well, like you said, there's an expectation in, at Arkansas, at Arkansas in the SEC in general to make it to the College World Series. It's always Omaha or bust before I got there. So I got to Arkansas in August, and so I was – a little bit before that, I was watching some of the College World Series and the Razorbacks were picked to make it all the way and everything. They were ranked number one at one point, and they didn't make it. They lost at their home Super Regional to North Carolina State. And so that was a huge upset. And so it's always the expectation to make it to Omaha. And, you know, this season, the Razorbacks, they started up ranked super high. And then towards the end of the conference season, when they played Vanderbilt, which I believe was in May, then they started losing games. Uh, SEC tournament, they did terrible. They lost to Florida, of course. They lost every game in the SEC tournament. And so, so then they really turned it around uh, when it mattered most, of course. They didn't host a Super Regional. They didn't host a Regional, which the Razorbacks always do. Bob Walker is an amazing place to play. And so the Hogs, you know, they got through it. They really dug deep and made it to Omaha and of course they lost to Ole Miss which eventually won so in hindsight it's not a terrible way to end the season and head coach Dave Van Horn said that you know obviously like they wanted to win the whole thing but when you're crying and you're sad in Omaha you know not many teams get to do that so it was a great it was a great season for them. As you look at Arkansas now have let's look at the transfer portal have they added anybody Sierra and did they lose anybody of significance? Yeah, so this week they lost a few pitchers, but they have a lot of pitchers coming in as freshmen, so it's not the worst thing. Um, they did lose catcher Max Solis, which was a bit tough because the Hogs had some other ca- uh, catchers transfer out, and then Michael Turner, who was a really clutch player this year. He was a grad transfer from Kent State. He's out of eligibility. So the Hogs just actually Wednesday – got a transfer, a JUCO transfer, Parker Rowland. He actually played at Arkansas State, which is a school two hours away, another Division One school. So he has experience in the state of Arkansas. Um, and so now he, he went the JUCO route after that. He played at Arkansas State a year, went to JUCO, and then now going to Arkansas. So that's the one catcher they have. So who knows if they'll snag someone else with the transfer portal. 
was Gregory? I mean, he was a starter. Was that 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 surprised me a little bit? Why why did he go? Yeah, not really sure yet. I mean, it's just the the culture of the world we live in. I feel like with players, just you know, they they're really just looking at all their options they have now, and there's not as much penalty now with people entering the transfer portal and they're going to go wherever they get an opportunity. I mean, like some fans, you know, weren't big fans of the transfer portal. There was one radio guy back in Arkansas that people were really upset at because he called Michael Turner a rental player. And so it's funny because then Turner eventually got some NIL deals with, I think some renting company or something because he's, he was there for only a year, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Like as long as you're playing the part, then I mean, Fans loved him. He, did, he had a great year. You know, one of the things I've noticed, and if I'm wrong here, <clears throat> Sierra, please correct me, but sometimes in the portal, you know, you can go get a junior college player or two, but from what I've seen, Arkansas has gone heavily in the portal with junior college players. Am I correct in that? Yeah, I've. they've been like that for a while, I believe. I mean, it's only my first year here in Arkansas, but, yeah, they did go in the JUCO uh, the JUCO route, and which is interesting, like you said, because looking back, looking at this, you know, the scenario we have now with the transfer portal, I would always think that would kind of hurt the JUCO route because then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to get a guy who has D1 experience. But, you know, the fact that Arkansas still, you know, takes the JUCO guys still is kind of like it's good that they can observe talent at all levels. And what's weird, too, Dylan Leach, who I believe landed in Missouri – you know, caught behind Michael Turnover, he decided to go. So you never know. Let me go back to, to football now. We all know <clears throat> the turnaround that's occurred at Arkansas. You have a really good returning quarterback. I would imagine Arkansas Nation's pretty high on this football team. Is that a fair statement? Oh, yeah. So I've said it a million times, but this is my – last year was my first year covering the Razorbacks, and I've just heard all the story um, stories with just – Arkansas not winning games there. It was just like really sad. Like they went two and 10. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's been a really nice thing to see with the Razorbacks finally being good. And, you know, they came close to beating Alabama last year in Tuscaloosa and KJ Jefferson, of course, is back and he's been compared to kind of like a Cam Newton type player. Just, you know, he's a great dual threat quarterback and first starting year last year, of course, Felipe Franks who played at Florida was the starter last the year before that. Um, and so then KJ Jefferson came in as the full-time guy. He just like performed so well. And so this Arkansas is a unique place because I live in Little Rock, but most of our coverage is the Razorbacks, which is of course in Fayetteville, which is about two and a half hours away. But that's still like the number one thing we cover. Like it's, it's all anybody cares about because we don't have any uh, professional teams and we're the only power five school in the state. So when the Razorbacks do well, the whole state's happy. Yeah. Now, look, you you, you were here. You know what the, what the fan base can be like. Arkansas now, I believe, won nine last year, if I'm right. So is the expectation ramped up now because of that win total and to take the next step? Oh, yeah, I believe so. Because, I mean, it, it was a while since 2015 was the last time they won a bowl game. And so for them to go to a Florida Bowl – in Sam Pittman's second year is because last year when they it was well, the year before that you know the COVID year they it was limited schedule SEC but you know they were still they won a few games so it was a, it was a glimmer of hope 
But then this last year, I was like, okay, I, the first game, or not the first game, but one of the first, the second game when they played Texas, and that was a they rushed the field. It was a huge deal, and I know other, especially at Florida, you know, they don't rush, they don't rush the field. It's yeah. like, why are you guys rushing the field for that? But Arkansas has been so bad for so long, and Texas and Arkansas used to be in the same conference years ago, the Southwest Conference, and for them to beat a rival like Texas, and Texas isn't considered a rival really now with fans who are about my age or in college because they never play Texas, but fans who were fans in the 90s and before that, Texas is the rival. So for them to take down Texas, who was ranked at the time, was a huge deal and just really set the tone for the rest of the season. Okay, well, we're going to see what happens as uh, college football not too far away, and we'll see what Sam Pittman can do uh, as Arkansas has really had a a, a nice year last year Really did a good job in the Directors Cup. Did very well. Matter of fact, I think, I think they set a program record for seventh place. So certainly Arkansas athletics is is on an uptick. Sierra, I always appreciate you, girl. Thank you for taking time to talk to us and uh, stay well. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Okay, Sierra. Thank you. She is really, really a cool kid, and uh, loved having her here. Uh, Sierra Clark working up uh, in Arkansas, letting you know about the Razorbacks. Uh, hopefully Richie Leonard is going to join us, get her football player, and uh, Shane Matthews is going to join us too in the 1 o'clock hour. For the remainder of this hour, uh, we'll have phone lines open for you. Larry says, from all the grumbling I've been hearing about recruiting, in your your opinion, are we that bad off? No. Look, what amuses me about all of this, when the guy gets hired, right, First of all, Dan Mullen, the haters of Dan Mullen, what was the issue with Dan Mullen? Couldn't recruit, okay? Didn't recruit well. So when he gets here, what's the fan base say? Oh, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for him to, you know, get. Well, he hasn't had the time. And yet there's people on Twitter that are freaking out. You can't have it both ways. Florida did put its money where its mouth is in terms of increasing the budget for recruiting, for staffing, and for recruiting travel. Now, one thing I would love to know from Dan Mullen is, did he ask for that? Because if he did and he didn't get it, well, then... So now why is this guy getting it? But Scott Strickland, sitting right over there, has said that he was impressed with the plan that Napier had when it came to that, when it came to recruiting and that sort of thing. So give Strickland credit. He is putting his money where his mouth is. So I probably answered that too long. But, yeah. Uh, James says, um, the University of Hawaii, they have to fly five-plus hours for every away game in every sport. That's true. Um, And he says that it won't have much of an impact going from the West Coast to the East Coast. Well, I think it will have some impact. I've been on those flights. I know it impacts, and I'm not 20, I understand that, but I'm telling you, when we would get back home at 2 and 3 in the morning, oh, by the way, go to class tomorrow. 
that, that does have a cumulative effect. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gainesville Lake City and Ocala. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service discover exceptionally common sense summer is here it's only june and we have record high temperatures ever wish your shorts or pants had air conditioning you could cut or poke holes in your clothes but that would take days lucky for you link soul has you covered link soul has taken its most technical fabric designed to be moisture wicking and quick drying and added precision holes cut from lasers to maximize airflow for added comfort Get Link Soul's Boardwalker AC collection, keeping you cool wherever you go at linksoul.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know, 
those of you who don't know, <clears throat> I grew up 75 miles from New York City. So I became a Knicks, Rangers, you know, all that. It's Bobby Bonilla Day today. Wouldn't you love to just be able to sit around and wait on one day and get paid all that money? Here's a check. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. And then, what would the NBA free agency period be without the Knicks seemingly overpaying once again for another player? It's amazing. I mean, I hope Brunson does well, but Brunson did well in part because of Luka Doncic. When you have all that on him, that frees up. And again, I hope I'm wrong. That seems like an awful lot of money for a player. He's good, but he ain't great. And then, you know, what would the NBA for without Kevin Durant asking for a trade for the, like the 75th time in his career? Uh, let's get to Tommy here. Hi, Tommy. Hey, Steve. How are you doing today, brother? Good. Thank you. Hey, man. I, I'm going to bring up some NBA. You know, I normally, we don't get that on the show normally. But, uh, man, with all this stuff, I mean, there ain't nothing really, <laughs> you know. So my thing is, is this, I like Bridges a lot. Like, I, I like him a lot. Um, I think he'll go well uh, with the Duke player you guys have if he stays. You know, the guy that uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, Steve. I'm, I'm driving down the I-75 right now. But um, uh, the, the guy from Duke that went, or was it Kentucky? I can't remember. But he was he was he played for the Knicks. Really good player. Uh Sorry, anyways, my point was, is calling you, do you think it's crazy that Kyrie Irving wants to go back now and play with LeBron? Like, is that not just the most, like, bite the hand that feeds you and then come back to him? It's like you, you, you build a bridge back that the, you burnt down? Like, I mean, what in the heck? And then Durant, I mean, what, is everybody just abandoning ship? What happened to the captain that stays on the boat until it sinks? Well, let, let's do two things here. Let's realize the NBA has always been a player's league, way sure. more than any of the other leagues. Players dominate that league. You know, not all coaches, but a lot of coaches are almost afterthoughts because it's a player-dominated league. And, yeah, it is a little weird when you think about it, um, but look, that's if the league is about winning, if, if, it's, if it's about winning championships for somebody, well, then you do what you need to do to do that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I agree with you, Steve, there on that, because it's all about titles. Everybody's chasing a ring. So it's not the loyalty, just like college football for me. It is killing me because of the loyalty. If you're not a Gator, I don't want you here. But now that's not here. I need you here. I need a player. So, like, it's different now. But when you come to, like, Kyrie Irving, man, he he's, he hit that big shot against Golden State to help, Cleveland, to help Cleveland win the ring with LeBron. He did hit that big shot. Without LeBron, he has done nothing. He has been injured. He has issues. The kid has conversation. He doesn't play. I mean, there's all this. Why would you want to bring that turmoil to the Lakers when he proves he can't win? Well, I guess with LeBron he can. But other than that, he can't. 
You know, it's like, why would you want to put yourself in that situation again and then have him go, well, we want another ring. Now I'm out again. Well, I will say this about Kyrie Irving. When he played, he's pretty good. Well, that's it. So you just answered your own question. Why do do they want him? Because when he plays, he's really good. Is he worth the risk is what I'm asking. Yeah, well, I mean, that's certainly questionable. Yeah, but I think you take a risk and look. You would think with LeBron that he's gonna he's gonna fix that. He'll, you know, he'll straighten that out. That's the hope I think in that. So, you know, but right, we'll, right. but I think I think you have to. I don't know. I think you have to wait until you move Kevin Durant. Then what do you get? And then you figure out Kyrie Irving. I think the first thing they need to, if Durant wants out, and they got to play hardball with him. You know, look. You want out, fine. We have to get so we have to get back what we think we should get for him, or we ain't trading you. But did you hear? Did you hear, Steve, that they're talking about him going to the Rockets? Oh yeah, and Phoenix, and I mean, so I mean, there's. Look, we'll we'll see what happens. Appreciate your call, yeah, Tommy. Sure. Thank you a lot. Let's get to uh, D here. Hi, D. Hey, what's up, Steve? From that was a great call by Mark. Man, love talking NBA because that's what I want to talk about. But first, you were mentioning Bobby Bonilla. I know you're a big Mets <laughs> fan. Was that? Was that was that backloaded his idea or was that the organization's idea? Well, I mean, you would think it's both, but I think right. if I remember right, it was the organization's. But don't hold me to that. Got you, because I mean, this I, I said it once before, Steve. That has to be the best four hundred one k plan in history. That's man. what I said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> To get a million, over a million dollars, and he still has 13 years more left. Yep. Uh, installments to go. I mean, that is. I mean, every athlete should look at that guy and say, "Hey, man, if if I want to defer a little bit of money, backload it, and get this kind of deal, because that, that that's how you uh you know you do your finances and make sure you never go broke." So, man, uh, if if that was his idea, man, cats ass off to him, man, because he that that that's a hell of a deal. And sometimes, you know, that was back in I think. 2000 maybe right right so mm-hmm. think about now i don't if, if you're in financial straits which i think the mets were sort of in then that's why i think it was their deal because instead of paying them all the money they owed them the mets agreed to pay that i, I believe that's correct okay yeah well it, yeah, how it went down man my bonnie is it's, it's pretty man yes uh nba right quick steve um you know Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are examples of why you can't let players run your organization, man. Because you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not naive to the fact, like you said, NBA is a players' league. If you want these stars, you got to you know make concessions, some concessions. But you look at all the hype, all I mean, everything they had three years ago, bringing in James Harden, and now they're gonna Brooklyn's gonna be left with these guys winning one playoff series. In three years, I mean, this has to go down as probably the biggest bust uh, of talent in NBA history with all the hype and expectation, and they didn't deliver anything. And uh, you know, I, I like I said, man, you can't let you cannot let players run your organization, or this is what's going to happen, man. Well, you take it, you take a chance, and and that's right. the problem, D. That I mean, on paper, think about it. You, you know, you you're a big NBA guy. On paper, that could have worked out. In other words, it wasn't like what the Knicks do, right? When you look at, right. uh, 
But that on paper, if that had meshed, you could see it. You could, Okay, there's a reason for this. But when it goes sour, and then, you know, then it looks like, oh, and then you're left holding the bag. That's the, in my opinion, that's the problem when you sign players like that because there's a window where it better work. Because if that window goes and it doesn't work, generally what happens? Blows up. Yep. I mean, is, is there a bigger wrecking ball in the NBA than Kyrie Irving? Man, I mean, this guy, everywhere he goes, man, it, the carnage that he leaves behind, is it's amazing. I hope he does go to the Lakers and destroys them too because, you know, Le, LeBron's, what, 30, 37? Um, you know, I, I couldn't believe he want to go back to LeBron after what happened in Cleveland, but uh, he, he, you, you think he's going to not go there and, and do the same thing he did in Boston and Brooklyn? So, I mean, you can get mesmerized by the talent, but I, I really don't think Kyrie Irving affects winning, man. Oh, besides his offensive game, what is he, he doesn't guard anybody. He's not a big rebounder. Uh, he's not a great defensive player. So other than his offensive talent, he doesn't make players better. What does he really bring to the table? I have a question for you. Who yeah. would you rather have, Kyrie Irving or James Harden? Harden. Tell me why. Uh, I think I, I just don't think Harden is the headache. Uh, I think Kyrie is he's a malcontent. He's a headache, um, and I, I think Harden's a better rebounder. Uh, he he actually passes the ball a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Kyrie, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just think if Kyrie isn't scoring for you, I don't know what I don't know what else he brings to the table. Because you know what I think? I think Kyrie Irving's a migraine and Harden's a headache. Yep. okay appreciate you d yep thanks man but that's i mean look at the i've always and here's the other thing the wizards why are they keeping bradley beal they have at best and, and same for bradley beal too at best given their roster now they're going to com- they're going to compete for like the last two playoff spots. That's the, in my opinion, that's the best they can do. So, trade. Look, San Antonio finally figured out we got to blow it up, and they've done that, and they're starting to rebuild. Well, you know, I- I'm not sure the Wizards have done that yet. Hour two coming up, plenty to come. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. 
But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, <laughs> even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength, and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into our two of Sports Scene for this Friday. Alex is producing it. Our thanks in the first hour to uh, Sierra Clark uh, up in uh, Arkansas talking about the Razorbacks in baseball and football, the play-by-play voice of Auburn, Andy Burcham talking about the Tigers. Right now, uh, with our partnership with the Gator Collective, we're going to talk some Gator football with offensive lineman Richie Leonard. Richie, how are you? Thanks for doing this. Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, Let me ask you, first of all, um, you know, the offensive line last year, you you know how this goes. Whenever there's a sack, oh, the offensive lineman isn't blocking somebody. But, you know, the, the Gator ground attack averaged five and a half yards per carry last year, which is really good. you guys take a lot of pride in that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's that's part of, uh, you know, playing off the line, the, the physical part and being able to, to run the ball on people. So I think uh, as a unit, we all take pride in that. From when you got here in high school, Richie, to now, what have you learned about playing the offensive line and playing the position? Um, I've learned that it's it's a very technical position. You know, you're not going to always be bigger than the person you're blocking, faster or stronger than the person you're blocking, but it's about who can who can be the most perfect on their technique on each and every play, and that's who and that's not. All right, I want to do a little X and O thing with you because I want fans to hear this, okay? And it may be different under Coach Napier. I don't want you to give away anything, but, you know, when, when a play is called and you guys go to the line of scrimmage, Sometimes it's the quarterback. In the old days, it used to be the center or, you know, one of the offensive linemen. How does that work in terms of who you block, what the line calls are, et cetera, after a play is called? Uh, yeah, that, that really all depends on the play. 
Um, you know, there are, there are different calls uh, depending on, on what type of play that we're running, depending on what type of defensive front that, that we're going against that play. Um, so there are just a lot of different factors. But uh, I think all all five on the offensive line have their own uh, thought process and, and calls that we all have to go through before each and every snap. So, like I said, it really just depends on the, the type of play we're running and the type of defense we're running it against. Is are those without again without giving away? Are those calls different with Coach Napier than they were with Coach Mullen's group? Uh, some of them. Uh, you know, the, the the language is a little bit different here and there, but a lot of our calls are just uh, calls that's used all around football. So uh, some of them aren't that aren't that different. So yeah. Uh, the, you have a lot of veteran guys coming back on the offensive line. Do you guys take a lot of pride in what you do? You guys are a pretty close-knit group. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we, we're, it's a great group of guys, a, a great room to, to be in, honestly. And, you know, we all get along real well. And there's no bad blood in the offensive line room. Everybody wants to see everybody else succeed. So it's all about just putting it together for this upcoming season. You know, sometimes, Richie, I think fans forget when there's a coaching change – I mean, you were you were recruited by a different staff, and while fans have to adjust and you know see what different coaches are, the players have to adjust. Has the transition been a smooth one for you, Whoop. Lost you. Wow. Okay, Hello. Richie. Oh yeah, there you're back. Okay, we lost you for a second, Richie. Sorry. Um, Sorry about that. No, it's okay. The question I asked was, you know, sometimes when fans, you know, they look at a new coaching staff and, you know, well, we have to adjust to a new coaching staff. Well, sometimes they forget players have to do that too. Has that adjustment to the new coaching staff been smooth for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's been a been a smooth transition. Um, you know, especially uh, once we once we got, got everybody in the building and, and – got to start building those relationships with each other. But I think at this point, you know, everybody's pretty much bought into what Coach Napier's, what Coach Napier's trying to do here. So, like I said, I'm excited to, to see the product this season. How's Coach Sale? Oh, Coach Sale's a great guy. Uh, he's he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. But I really like the way uh, – I like his coaching style and, and the things that he allows us to do on the offensive line. Yeah, you know one of the things I've noticed that Coach Napier does, he's very articulate and he's very he's got a plan laid out. This is phase X, you know, phase three, phase four, phase five. Uh, has that been sort of easy to follow, Richie, as a player in what he and the coaching staff are asking you all to do? Uh, yeah, it has been easy uh, because, like you said, he's he's got everything mapped out, and we. We go through certain phases, but when we're in each phase, the the big thing is always don't worry about what's next. Let's do this perfect. Um, so so it's not it's it's not too difficult, or people aren't thinking too far ahead about about what comes next. It's just each and every day trying to trying to do whatever we're doing as best as we can. Offensive lineman Richie Leonard, our guest here on Sports Scene, and our cooperation and and uh, partnership with the Gator Collective. A lot's been said, Richie, about NIL, and you know some fans like it, some fans don't. Is that a big deal for you? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Sure. Uh, you know, with the NIL here, you know that that's a big deal to fans, and 
you know, sometimes it's a bigger deal to some players than others. What's the NIL? What does that mean, if anything, to you? Uh, to me, it, it means, you know, being able to to maximize off of and, and, and profit off of my name, my personal name, Amazon like this. You know, I think that uh, football still comes first, and the goal is to, to be a successful football player, to be on a successful team. Um, you know, so I, I feel like it can – Sometimes people can think that uh, players are, you know, leaning one way or another uh, because of NIL. But at the end of the day, I feel like everybody still just wants to play football. What do you want to do after football, Richie? What are you in school? What would you like to do after? Uh, after football, I want to get into coaching, honestly. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to get into coaching, football have you, coaching. Have you always thought, I mean, when you were growing up, did, is that what you, did you think that you want, that's what you wanted to do as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think it would be football, but I, I, I did. I did know that I, I wanted to coach. So. What, okay, I gotta add. When you said you think it would be football, what did you think it might be in? Uh, basketball and baseball. Um, those are the two sports I played pretty much my whole life growing up. I didn't really get get too much into football until I got to high school. So yeah. And I, I knew that, and I'll end with what made you sort of change. I mean, because you did play a lot of hoops and a lot of baseball. But what made you sort of lean to football afterwards? Uh, football kind of just has a – it's the physical side of the game, uh, you know, that, that other sports lack. Uh, being able to, you know, go out on the field and, and legally hit somebody, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 60 or 70 plays a game, is, there's, you know, there's nothing like it. So. I got I to gotta ask. I'm one of the Gator baseball radio guys. So what position did you play in baseball? How good were you? Oh, I played on the corners, first and third. Uh, you know, I felt like I was pretty good. I was, you know, first team all, all county stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Richie, it's been good to, to talk to you. Let Gator fans know a little bit more about you with your helmet off. So, thank you for doing this. And uh, before you know it, uh, football season will start, and we'll see how you do. But appreciate your time here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You got it, Richie Leonard, Gator offensive lineman here. I right. corner infielder. Dude weighs like 320 now. Uh, but, that, see, that's why I like doing these. I, I, I learn, you know, stuff from talking to these guys. Uh, Shane Matthews, my buddy's going to join us here at the bottom of the hour. But in the meantime, we will take your calls, questions, and comments. Lots to talk about today. Uh, 392-8255. And you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, next week, Laura Rutledge will be here to talk about uh, this whole Pac-12 situation. And who knows, it might even change by then. Um, we won't know that for sure. Um, also, Phil Steele here next week as his magazine's out. Um, so uh, we'll see what he has to say about Florida. David says, uh, what's your favorite fireworks to purchase? I got to be really honest. Any law enforcement people listening today? Um, when I was younger, man, I got whatever could explode, okay? And as I got older, you know, and you live in a neighborhood, you can't just do that. And I also have a dog now that if you hear a firecracker go off, she like is climbing my back. So my answer, the answer to that, David, is 
like you know the little sparklers now. Woohoo! That that's about the, that's about the speed because I don't want to upset my dog because then I won't be sleeping. And he said you can take my grandson to see fireworks. He might be a little young yet for that, um, but soon, soon. Um, interesting question. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Kyle has an email. Uh, he says. Steve, in, in, incredible news about the Pac-12, and I agree with you about super conferences. In the end, how many super conferences could there be? I don't know the intricacies of this, but the ACC has some weird thing that ties them together through like 2036 or some ridiculous time frame. So... I'm not sure how they can extricate themselves from that, although right now I'd be looking. And it would fascinate me to be a fly on the wall for one day and be able to monitor phone calls and see who's talking to whom. Because one of the best-kept secrets was Greg Sankey and Texas and Oklahoma, right? Nobody knew about that. Nobody. And I don't think anybody knew much about this either. So what phone calls have already been made? What what conversations have already taken place? You know, a lot of people are hinging with Notre Dame. But look, Notre Dame is a more traditional Big Ten team, is it not? than the ACC. It has that agreement, but could you, could, could you see Notre Dame sliding out of that and going to the... I mean, it would make geographic. Well, of course, not much makes geographic sense now, but it certainly would. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kyle Curtis. The Tampa Bay Rays are back in action and look to get back on track today after dropping a game to Toronto yesterday. The Rays will take on the Blue Jays at 2.30. Tune in right here for coverage. In other news, NBA free agency is in full force. Zach Levine and the Bulls agreed to a Supermax deal worth up to $215 million over five years. Former Gator Bradley Beal also reached a five-year, $251 million deal to remain with the Washington Wizards. Additionally, Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the organization, sending a shockwave throughout the NBA. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive, 
and the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's it's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Shane Matthews joins us bottom of the hour, the Gator QB. In the meantime, we'll take your calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. How about this for tomorrow? The Detroit Tigers face the Kansas City Royals. Starting pitchers for the game, Brady Singer versus Alex Fiedo. How about that? Two Gator pitchers against each other in the same game. I'm sure that's happened before, but not much. So, interesting viewership Saturday. Well, you can't see it because both those teams aren't very good. But still, kind of a novel thing. They'll be pitching against each other uh, tomorrow. Uh, Okay, here, let me get a couple of emails. But I'm surprised today there isn't more discussion about what's happened with Uh, USC and UCLA, and I do like the NBA discussion. We don't get that very much at all. Um, But the free agency stuff, um, you know, certainly is uh, worth talking about because, again, you – oh, and uh, Billy Donovan looks like he's going to get Zach Levine to stay, uh, which is good for them. Um, He's a good player. And there had been some speculation that he would leave, but it looks like he is going to stay. Five years, $215 million contract to stay in Chicago. 
five years, $215 million. That's just, I'm not, you know. And how about the big news, though? Let, let, let's forget that. Let's forget Kevin Durant. Bull Bull is staying in Orlando, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Bull Bull. Uh, Two-year deal. Yeah. So, But he didn't play at all for them. He had foot surgery. So, yeah, the magic. And then uh, I'm trying to look at elsewhere here as far as um, besides the deal with um, the Knicks. So, yeah. Now, you would think, you would think, uh, oh, and Mo Bamba, I guess, is going to go back to, to Orlando. I think that's right. So a couple of moves for them. All right, let's get Steve to join us on the show. Steve, hello. Hey, Steve. I was thinking about this NIL. You know, I guess the pros have been able to do it all along, but it doesn't seem to be a big deal in the pros. I mean, there might be a couple of guys that I can think of that I've seen in, in some kind of advertising or something, but why is it that everybody's so excited about signing up college players for their NIL in, instead of pros? Because... It does two things. One, the college athlete can promote things that a pro athlete, in my opinion, cannot. And there's different things to promote, right? If an athlete, if a pro athlete promotes, um, you know, uh, so-and-so wine or uh, so-and-so banking firm, that's fine, but then... A, a college athlete can, and a pro can too, can do card shows, can do a clothing apparel, things like that. So the excitement is that you can get a high-profile college athlete for, in most cases, a fraction of what you're going to pay to a pro athlete to promote your product. And it gives the athlete a chance to make money. So that's the, that's the draw of it. So if, if you had a, some kind of a salary cap issue in a professional sport, would you be able to, you know, pay the player for NIL on the side and supplement his salary a little bit, or is that against the rules? They don't have an NIL, so it, it, it's... Well, a... I mean, can, can you pay a player to do other things as a way of keeping him on the team if there's a salary cap's not big enough? No, no. You, you, when you sign a contract, you sign a contract for your basketball playing. Right, but I, I don't mean the team paying him. I mean some other people. No, I, I understand what you mean. The answer is no. That does not, you okay. cannot use that money to offset a contract. Okay. All right, thanks, Steve. Okay, thank you. Now, what you could do, I mean, that could be extra money you make, right? But in other words, if... Uh, Kevin Durant signs a deal to promote Under Armour, then the, the Nets can't say, we're going to pay you less money because you're promoting them. No, you can't do that. Uh, Tennessee, <clears throat> Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, got a little expansion chatter for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what about this one, Steve? Uh, can't predict uh, the future 80 years ahead. What do you think Georgia Tech's thinking leaving the SEC back in the 50s? Yeah, I mean, you know, you – you you make a decision that you think is the best <laughs> for the time, but sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, nobody's got crystal ball. They've had a good basketball program over there in ACC. They might be happy over there. 
Hey, Steve, I'm looking at the map. I know, like you said, geography doesn't matter a whole lot anymore, but I've always found it kind of odd that the SEC has no presence in North Carolina or Virginia. And I would think if you're looking at four more teams, I think you would like to probably explore Virginia Tech, uh, North Carolina, North Carolina State. It just, I, I think North, well, it, part of this depends upon, I think, Mike, and I don't, I don't think you're wrong on your point. How many teams do you want to take? You know, do you want to expand? Because if you're going to cherry pick, right, North Carolina probably has a little more cachet than North Carolina State does. Now, with Virginia or Virginia Tech, it's arguable, you know, which one has whatever. So, but the blue blood there would probably be North Carolina and Virginia. So then if, it's, if you're going to only expand by a couple and you want to expand your blueprint, I get you. If you want the best hey, teams, then it's different. Yeah. Hey, last question for you, Steve. Uh, I was listening to Dooley yesterday. He was for FSU in the league, but anti-Miami. Where are you if uh, if you picked up the paper tomorrow and Florida State and Miami were coming? Where do you follow on that? Uh, doesn't bother me one way or the other, but, I mean, if you're going to go after one, I think you go after the other. Yeah, Steve, I lived in West Palm. I'll leave you with this. And um, all those great football players down there in South Florida – and I think Dooley was wanting to play the freeze-out game. But, man, South Florida is a magical, fabulous place. You've been there. I don't have to tell you. So much money, so many players. I think it would be a huge mistake to uh, for the SEC to whiff on Miami and let somebody like the Big Ten swoop in and get a big foothold in recruiting in South Florida. Yeah, I mean, that – but I will also say this. How has that helped Miami in the last 25 years? Yeah. I know, I'm sure you, I don't have a dog in the fight. I know you don't like Miami probably very much, but I think it's a great school, great city, just a great part of America, and, I, and a huge American metropolis too, too top ten market. Oh yeah, I can't imagine taking a whiff on them. It, it, it's I mean, definitely that. No, yeah, I mean Tallahassee's no bigger than Gainesville. Okay, but what's the quality of the program? FSU's pretty good. Well, if you, look at the history books i don't have to tell you about jimmy johnson but i'm just more talking about the market and the, the area and the setting and i just think south florida miami is a fabulous part of america and i, I think it'd be a shame to see them wind up in the big 10 because they're probably going somewhere if the sec doesn't take fsu in miami i think we probably know where they're going have a big force Steve. all right mike thank you same to you um there'd be a lot of people who would disagree with you about how nice miami is there are some people who hate south florida hate it and again if, it's, if that's everything it's supposed to be, right, what is Miami's program? In football, the last 20 years, largely irrelevant nationally. Baseball, relevant, but not like it used to be, okay? Basketball, better. You know, Jim Laranega has done a pretty nice job there. But in female sports, do you ever hear about Miami winning anything? You don't. Florida State, softball, you know, volleyball, pretty good. So now football's falling on hard times, and baseball's not what it once was. But And Leonard Hamilton, certainly, their women's basketball team is in the NCAA tournament, although Coach Semerall just left. But So, I mean, what do you look at, okay? And here's my other answer to that, too. If you're going to go that route, what's Gainesville? How does Gainesville compare to Miami? Or Gainesville compare to Atlanta. It doesn't. But I get the point. I mean, that's part of the due, the due diligence you do 
in determining what's best because certainly there is fertile recruiting ground in South Florida. I don't think anybody would dispute that. Shane Matthews and I are going to have a terrific conversation about all of this next. 128 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Being present and in the moment for family activities was impossible because Will Burt was so focused on the constant pain in his leg. My wife likes to take walks. I always kind of dreaded going on walks because they hurt. The boys both play baseball. I coach their teams. I was going to do them and be in pain and be uncomfortable and kind of sacrifice my own health. An old Achilles injury left Will coping with agonizing pain until he discovered the natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. No surgery or steroids. The procedure took place in the office and Will walked right out. I feel great. There's no pain. There's no tenderness. Patients like Will are feeling amazing and living their best lives. Ironically, just got off the golf course to day, so I think that's a good telltale sign that the Achilles is feeling better. Don't be in pain another day. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. The 4th of July is a time to reflect on the privileges and responsibilities of being an American. But this is not an easy day for America when it comes to a decline in values, the breakdown of the family, materialism, sexual immorality, and crime. It seems as if we Americans have lost our way. But I propose that our problem isn't that Americans don't care. People care passionately about what they feel is right. But therein lies the problem. We seem determined to do what we feel is right in our own eyes. But the real issue is that we're not capable of doing what is right on our own, no matter how well-intentioned. This is why God gave us the Bible, to teach us His perfect ways. We must stop trying to do what is right in our own eyes and begin seeking to do what is right in God's eyes. It's the key to God blessing America. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and click Devotions to read the daily devotion and send to a friend. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. This summer, try some eco-friendly water sports like paddle boarding, swimming, or diving. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
skies turning partly to mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures warm near 90, feeling a little warmer than that thanks to elevated humidity levels. By the evening, numerous thunderstorms developing, especially across interior north central Florida, anywhere from I-75 east to the St. Johns River. Locally, heavy rain rates will be possible at times, and that could lead to localized flash flooding. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I cringe when you said three-time league MVP and Mike Trout. I was like, huh? I associate MVPs with championships. I don't understand that baseball's way of doing things. You can be a league MVP consistently and just never win anything. I'm not going to spend my money to see Mike Trout. I'm going to spend my money to see Otani. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Cuban, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Well, Shane Matthews and I go back a long way. Uh, our friendship has been there for quite a long time, and uh, he joins us now. And, of course, you can hear him on his Pot Up podcast, 8 a.m. Uh, in the morning during the week. Shaner, good to have you. Little did we know when we talked a few days ago, all this stuff would break, huh? Yeah, it's crazy, Steve. Uh, college football will never be the same, and – you know, it's getting more and more like the National Football League. The travel is what's going to be a yes. crap to me because I don't think people realize, you know, in, in, foot, in, in the National Football League, if you play for the Jets and you play the 49ers, you get on the charter and you fly. You load up the equipment because you're only taking, what, 45 guys are dressing. Well, in college, think about it, in conference games, you, you dress at least 70 and they load up those 18-wheelers, you know, the student managers and stuff, and they mm-hmm. drive. They leave on like a Thursday, and they drive, and then they unpack everything, and they drive the equipment back. I don't know how the how in the world these college teams are going to be able to go from UCLA to Ohio State. I mean, I guess they're just going to get bigger planes and fly with the equipment. Yeah, that's I, I made that point earlier. And, you know, there's there are some people that think the travel – is not a big deal. I, I think it could be. We have already some questions for you. Larry says, you were, pers- you were persistent in your thoughts that the addition of the new standalone facility would greatly improve UF's recruiting. It's about to open. Do you still feel that way? Well, that was before NIL came around. Right. Uh, NIL's thrown a, a loop into everything when it comes to recruiting, but it was imperative that we have a standalone football facility. I mean, when you're a major program like us and we're the only, pretty much the only school that didn't have one, we weren't fighting a fair fight. But uh, it's, it's going to be a phenomenal facility when they move in sometime in August. And uh, it's something that is, this program has needed for a long time, and um, I'm glad it's happening. BB says, uh, let's say for argument, UF signs a high school quarterback for, say, $8 million in NIL money. So we then pay Richardson ten million since he is experienced and a starter. And if not, what does this do to the culture and stability of the program? 
Well, I think all those numbers that you hear out there are fabricated by the agent or whoever's representing these kids. There's no way somebody is paying that kind of money for a kid who's never produced. I, I will not believe it until I see it in writing, Steve. Um, because, look, here's the deal. NIL is for name, image, and likeness. It's It was meant for kids to make money off their jersey sales, signing autographs at the local mall or wherever at a car dealership, doing commercials. It wasn't by a football player. That's not what it's about. And I think it will – right now it's out of control at some places. Once those kids – and if those kids don't perform or don't play – I mean, think about it. Just because you give a kid that much money doesn't mean he may be the best player at that position. That's right. So whatever group, group of collective or group of boosters that paid for that kid, if that kid's not playing, they're going to ask the coach, why did, why are we paying this amount of money for this kid? And secondly, these dudes that have all this money, they're pretty smart. They, they made their money because they made wise decisions. And eventually it's going to work itself out. I mean, look, they want a return on their investment, so to speak. If a guy's not playing and not performing, they're not going to be giving money to players. That's just how I feel about it. You know what nobody's brought up, Shane? And maybe I'm just crazy here. Let's take NIL out of this for a minute, okay? How many top-flight quarterbacks, four- and five-star guys that come into a program, and for whatever the reason, it doesn't work out, and they transfer? Well, now throw this ridiculous money in there, okay? Player quarterback X goes to school Y, and he gets an $8 million buyout or a payout and doesn't work out any transfers. Think of that. Yeah, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, like I said, I have zero problem with what NIL is supposed to be about. But when you just flat out, like, you know, the two schools that have put their name out there and been, you know, all over social media are Miami Hurricanes and the Tennessee Volunteers, two schools that haven't been real relevant in a long time. And – one of them is whatever they paid the Rashada kid and $8 million for this other California quarterback. Same guy represents both of them, Steve. Yep. Uh, it's just, it's not, there's no way it's true. Secondly, who knows if those guys are ever going to take a snap. Right. I think it's going to problems in the locker room. I mean, think about if that kid was enrolling right now at Tennessee and Hendon Hooker, who is a good, solid quarterback at the collegiate level, who knows what he's making? But he ain't making what that guy's making, or we would have heard about it. So uh, I, I don't know. I just the, the whole buying players just irritates the hell out of me because that's more than about half the starters in the National Football League make. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, l- let me go down this road, Shane. I I think you know we've we've been doing shows together long enough. I've always felt super conferences of some type were going to end up happening. Do you think in Greg Sankey's mind, because he, he, he wants to have the super, he wants to have the best conference. So now he sees a chance to get maybe ACC schools. Would he ever say to, say, Vanderbilt or Missouri, you know what, it's been nice having you, but you're not cutting it, so you're out, and we're going to get I'm throwing, you know, Miami and FSU. Do you think he'd ever see that? Uh, I don't know if they'll kick anybody out, but I do see them adding to the SEC or whatever it's going to be called. And, you know, I know a lot of people 
were hoping at the spring meetings, I guess in Destin, I guess yeah, it was spring meeting in Destin that we were going to get a, a confirmation on what the scheduling is going to be. Well, we didn't. Basically, all we got was there will be no pods. Um, did Greg Sankey know that more teams were going to be added to this? And with OU and Texas coming in, I think in twenty-five, I believe it yep. is. Yep. So we're not going to go ahead and change the scheduling now because then we're going to have to address it later. So, look, I, I, I think if if the SEC does expand again, I think Clemson is a no-brainer. They are like an SEC school to me. Then you got to decide if Miami and Florida State uh, want to be a part of the SEC, or we don't know what the ACC is going to do either. Um, but the Big Ten and the SEC are, are the premier conferences that are getting all the money. If let's look at what the Pac-12 is now, Shane. It doesn't have USC and UCLA. So you would certainly think the next, I think the next two schools, you know, maybe Washington, maybe Oregon. So if they leave, then do you, do you think the Pac-12 will cease to exist? Uh, you mean, you've seen things on Twitter where like Arizona, Arizona State and Utah and BYU, they all go to the Big 12. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we're going to get to the point, whether it's called super conference or whatever, where you're going to get about 40 to 50 teams, like major Division One schools, and it's going to be similar to the National Football League. That's you know, And then all your mid-majors, they're just going to have to come up with some playoff system for the non-Power Five or, or people who are not involved in this these super conferences because – uh, I feel horrible for those type of teams because I'm a big believer. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a proponent for the South Alabamas of the world coming to the swamp because when you coach and you know the dreams of, of athletes, they all want to play big-time football, but not everybody has an opportunity to do that. So they get an opportunity to go play at the Southern Misses, the Troys of the world. Well, for them to play in the swamp or at Bryant Denny Stadium or these big SEC schools, that's a dream come true. But it also provides for their their program, getting that paycheck. I mean, I had Kerwin on my show the other day. Western Carolina played OU. They right. played in played Oklahoma and got clobbered. But it was about it was like a million dollar payday, which at Western Carolina that goes a long way. So, um, and he said his you know his kids. We he goes we got our butts kicked, but our kids enjoyed playing. You know the Sooners, and um, I don't. I don't know how you implement that yet because th- those type of schools need that one payday. The Gator QB Shane Matthews, our guest here on Sports Scene. Shane, I want to. I'll end with this. Uh, let's look at look at let's look at Florida. You know this from doing your show. <clears throat> a, a lot of angst in Gator Country, with some about not getting the top recruits. You know all that kind of stuff. My thing has always been be patient because at, when Billy Napier was hired, what did people say? He needs time. Well, now they're not giving him time. So give give me your thoughts on the angst that some are having when it comes to recruiting. Well, they, they need to just sit back and relax. Look, Billy Napier, he, he's the right guy for this program. I mean, he has a plan for everything. And his staff, I think they've done phenomenal a phenomenal job in the short period of time they've been here. He's changed the culture. He's got a lot of things 
done that haven't been done around here. But the fans need to realize, Steve, you can still only sign 25 athletes. You know, so let's say 55 stars were on campus this week. Somebody's going to complain if we sign 25 <laughs> of them. You know, it's just it's amazing to me. And here's the other thing. I think Gator fans need to take off their orange and blue glasses, okay? If you were a five-star athlete and you went to Georgia or Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama in Gainesville, well, what's the difference in those schools that I just mentioned? Every one of them besides the Gators have won national titles in the last 10 years, right. multiple titles. So kids, those kind of kids want to play, and they want to play at a school where they have an opportunity to win a championship. It will happen here, but I think it's going to be at least till year three till Billy can get the roster the way he wants it to be extremely competitive. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, we signed a couple of four stars. I mean, again, not all five stars will win you a lot of football games. Some of them fall on their face, uh, but, but losing the quarterback to Miami. And again, that's next year. That kid could change his mind between now and then. I don't think it's that big a deal, quite honestly. People should know, because I'm sure they listen to Pot Up, but tell us where people can listen to you. Yeah, it's uh, live Monday through Friday. Uh, we're going to take a couple Wednesdays off here in July until August 17th. But, yeah, it's uh, 8 to 9 on Facebook Live, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If there's whatever platform there is out there for a podcast, which I don't know them all, and I don't know how it works, but we're on them. So, uh, yeah, the more the more people, we, we have a text line and people send us messages. We don't have a phone, but we, we have a lot of great listeners that interact with us. And, and just like your show, Steve, some are happy with what Billy's done, some are not, but they have to be patient. We have not even kicked the football off yet, folks. Uh, so it should be a fun year. Yep, and of course, Shaner and the ball coach and yours truly back this fall together as well. Looking forward to that. Always appreciate you, my friend. Thanks. All right, Steve. Take care, buddy. You got it, Shaner. Thank you. Shane Matthews joining us here on Sports Scene. It's uh, 146. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kyle Curtis. The Tampa Bay Rays are back in action and look to get back on track today after dropping a game to Toronto yesterday. The Rays will take on the Blue Jays at 2.30. Tune in right here for coverage. In other news, NBA free agency is in full force. Zach Levine and the Bulls agreed to a Supermax deal worth up to $215 million over five years. Former Gator Bradley Beal also reached a five-year $251 million deal to remain with the Washington Wizards. Additionally, Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the organization, sending a shockwave throughout the NBA. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm Scott Holdwell with Your Home Soul Guaranteed Realty, and joining me again is my daughter Peyton. Uh, what are you doing, babe? Dad, I'm so focused. While you're out selling a million homes and helping families all over North Central Florida, I'm planning a huge celebration. Yeah, I see that. Your list is a mile long. What's going on here? Dad, seriously, it's the 4th of July, and I'm inviting everyone I know to celebrate America's birthday. Did you know America is 246 years old this year? Wow, 
Impressive. And since 4th of July is on a Monday, it gives everyone an extra day off to enjoy their families, fireworks, and celebrate this great country of ours, the United States of America. Peyton, that's a great idea. This is a great country and we do have a lot to be thankful for, even when times get tough. To our amazing employees and team, thank you for all you do and, and to each and every family that entrusted us to help them buy or sell a home this year. Thank you for your valued business and trust. We, we wish, wish you, you all a safe and happy 4th of July. July. Belonging isn't just about fitting in, it's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, <laughs> even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Now's your chance for a refresh with savings up to $500 off select computers like the XPS and select Alienware systems, taking performance to the next level with Intel Core processors. Plus, shop special deals on top accessories. Great financing available with a Dell preferred account and free shipping. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If you want to read a good column, about this whole UCLA USC thing. Go to cbssports.com. Gary Parrish wrote it. Says football drove USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, but eventually could mean big changes in college basketball, too. Uh, it's a good read. Uh, and the premise that he talks about uh, really is interesting. He thinks that the Big Ten and the SEC will expand to 20 teams. I agree with that a million percent. I think that is going to happen. Okay? If I had to guess, and it's funny, he picks the four teams I would guess Washington, Oregon, Florida State, Clemson. Those are the, I think, the four schools that would join each of those leagues to make it 20. Okay? Um, so, I mean, look, I don't know. If you add two more, then who do you pick? Right? After that, I think it's, I think those are no-brainers. 
So if now you want to get to 20, who do you take? Do you take North Carolina? Do you take Virginia from the ACC? Do you take Miami? So, again, this, in my opinion, this is not done. Um, as he says, if all this transpires, by his estimation, Gary's, between 40 and 50 of the biggest brands in college athletics will be either in the Big Ten or the SEC. Okay? Now, the NCAA tournament is where he is talking about because, remember, the contract for that between CBS and Turner expires in 10 years. So that's going to be there, okay? Well, how about this? When that expires, right, how about where the conferences are at that point? There's going to be less conferences, right? So what could happen to the NCAA tournament, right? Because, look, what makes basketball special? What makes it cool? In football, most of the time in baseball, you don't see Canisius. You don't see St. Peter's. You don't see schools like that. Well, if you have all these of a super conference, are they going to be in the tournament anymore? So could that change the very makeup of what the NCAA basketball tournament is? That is Gary Parrish's thought process here, okay? Because, once again, what's the big deal here? It's called money, okay? What if you had, my gosh, it is pouring, pouring rain, Good Lord. Be careful if you're driving out there, folks. It's, if it hasn't come to you, it might. It's pouring here on campus, and the wind's blowing like crazy. Uh, anyway, Alex, think about this. You're a basketball guy, right? What if you had all these teams and you just had the tournament between those two, those two conferences? Where's the other teams? Why, why would you want to have anything else besides your schools in that tournament? Money, right? So think about that, okay? Because now maybe some of those schools don't get in. Greg Sankey has already said we might only have an SEC tournament in football. He's floated that out, right? And why did he do it? Well, it's a threat, right? So what if this happened, right? So I'm not saying that would ever happen, but Lord knows, did, it, did we ever suspect two years ago we'd be where we are now in college athletics? If you say yes, then you could play my lottery numbers because you know way more than me. Nobody predicted this. Nobody. So when you see ideas floated out there about super conferences or having those super conferences just play their own. What if the Big Ten football, what if the Big Ten played its own tournament 
and the SEC played its own tournament, and they played for a championship of some kind. I mean, arguably, they've got not all, but most of the best teams. And then the, what are the other schools going to do? Who, what, what kind of what, what are they going to play for? So, this is the landscape that I think we are looking at here in terms of the change. And the problem is, it's all seemingly happening at once. You know, it's think about if you're doing a renovation in your house, most of the time you're renovating a room. Well, now we're renovating the whole house. And it's going to cost you this much money. That, 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 that's, not, that's not easy, right? So, again, um, we'll see. By the way, no show Monday, obviously, because of the 4th. Have a safe, happy 4th of July. Um, and who knows, there may be more fireworks uh, after you know what's happened here. We, we just don't know yet. But it really, really, going home yesterday after this story broke when we were on the air, it, you know, I was driving home and I was mesmerized thinking of where athletics in college are going. Because, again, if, if you're going to talk about athlete safety going to class for an education, if you're traveling 3,000 miles to go to an event, I'm not saying that that's not impossible to do. You can, but it makes it harder. No question, it makes it harder academically because you're, you're not in class as much, you would think, to make a trip like that across country. And I do think there's going to have to be travel partners where, for example, if you're going to play in the SEC, Oklahoma, and Texas, then you should play them, in my opinion, both on a weekend. In other words, Friday and Sunday, play them both on the road. You're close to Oklahoma if you're already in Texas or vice versa. If you want to go to the furthest place first and start on your way back. And then the other year, they come here. That makes sense. That makes travel sense. Because you're away once and you're going to your furthest destination. That just seems to make sense. But a lot of what's been done doesn't really make sense, does it? That's our show for today. Thanks to the Auburn play-by-play voice, Andy Burcham, Sierra Clark, talking Arkansas sports up in uh, uh, her station in Little Rock. Richie Leonard, Gator offensive lineman, joining us in our partnership with the Gator Collective. And my buddy, Shane Matthews, the Gator QB. Thanks to Alex for producing today. Thanks to you for listening again. Have a safe and happy 4th of July. We will see you again on Tuesday. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. So long, everybody. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.